appreciate it much. I appreciate it much. Okay, here we go. What percentage of babies arrive on their due date? 30 to 45 percent, 6 to 8, 16 to 18 percent, 4 to 5 percent, or 22 to 25 percent? 38 to 45 percent. They arrive on the due date? Yeah. Nope. Four to five percent. Seriously, I arrive on the due date. I thought it was more accurate than that. No, are you kidding? You're messing with Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Mother Nature knows, unless you're going to have a C-section. <laughs> so yeah, so no, four to five percent uh, arrive on the due date. So all you people that are pregnant, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, my partner's sister uh, got induced. She was right on the due date. Oh yeah. But she couldn't stand it any longer, and it was uh, two days before Christmas. And she comes straight from the hospital to Christmas morning. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, Cute baby. <laughs> how, yeah. How big is the baby? Uh, actually, a little over uh, eight pounds. Eight pounds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Really gorgeous little dude, Adrian. We love you. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, my girlfriend Barb. She she's a grandma again. Her daughter Valerie and uh, Valerie's husband Nick had a bouncing. Ready for this? Ten pound baby boy. Oh my god! And and you know Valerie's no bigger than a minute. I don't know how she pumped that puppy out, but anyway, ten pounds. And they named him, which is a cool name, and I have not heard for it eons. Weston. Weston. Yeah, Weston Nicholas. I like that. I like Wes. Wesley reminds me of Princess Bride. There you go. Yeah, Wesley. I don't like Wesley. I like Wes. You know, yeah. Wes, not West, but Wes. Yeah, Wes. Yeah, no, no T. Like Wes it. Anderson. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll see that now. My daughter's due in March. She's uh, oh, due, congratulations. Yep, she's due uh, March nine. She has to have a C section. This is going to be her fifth, uh, fifth kid, at her fifth wow. C section. So everybody, send prayers and make sure that it all goes well. So, but well, anyway, oh, another thing too. Uh, have you know Irma Bombeck is? Uh. I know you're yeah. pretty young. <laughs> no, she was a she was like a talk show host or a radio or no, no like a newscaster or something, right? No, she wrote books. Uh, one oh. of the best books that she wrote was uh, Motherhood: The Second Oldest Profession. Okay, and I love that book. I've got the hard copy and I've got the paperback. But now I went online to find it, and the, my hard copy is worth like thirty bucks. Wow. Not that I'm going to sell it, and I, I can't find the the paperback. And so I'm I, I'm going to ask my listeners. If any of you guys are clearing out your books, okay, and you have a copy of Motherhood's Second Oldest Profession, um, you can either donate it to me or I will buy it from you. But the thing is, just it doesn't have to be the hardcover. You got the hardcover, you know, fine. Uh, but otherwise, just a paperback. Because to me, anybody that's going to have a baby needs to have that book, Motherhood, the Second Oldest Perfection, because that, it helps you get through some things that you don't think that you will get through. <laughs> and I've got almost all her books in paperback. There's Irma Forever. Uh, that's kind of quips about, from it. But I, I've, uh, I, did a great, I did a potty training book, and I dedicated to Irma because of one article she wrote that uh, dreamers uh, to, to dare to take your dream out of the box. And it's a really nice... Thing that I put uh, on my refrigerator, and so to dare to dream to take the dream out of the box, and like I said, she's just so inspirational, but you know, in a funny way. You you know, you you laugh at 
things that you're just, you know, like the old saying, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. Yeah. You know, and so the thing is, is that, so I'm looking for anybody out there that, you know, is interested that in your clearing out your books <laughs> that uh, I would love to, uh, you know, get a couple more copies of Motherhood's Second Oldest Profession. And then um, whether they're paperback, and like I said, if you want to sell them or if, you know, I'll see within reason um, or if you just want to give them to me. Yeah, there's some used nice. copies on Amazon too. I got pulled up. Yep. And so that's what I was looking at today. And so I don't know how to do that used thing on Amazon. But like I said, it, um, and then you, then you have to, you know, what does the book look like? You know, obviously I don't want one that's really tattered. That's the hard thing with yeah, that. Yeah. And so anyway, because my, because I read my paperback one so much, it's pretty tattered. Cute. <laughs> In that motherhood, the second oldest profession, she has a chapter on, it's called The Special Mother. And if any of you folks out there have got uh, handicapped kids, you know, whether it's autism, you know, whether it's Down syndrome, whether, you know, where they're, you know, they're just you know, a little bit different. Uh, you need to read that in there. Uh, motherhood, uh, second oldest profession, the special mother uh, that will bring you be on your knees. It's, and all the people that have had special kids in my life, I had I typed that up, just that particular one, and I give it to them because it really helps you find light kind of at the at the in, in the tunnel because it is a different life you know we all can use some yeah, my partner's a special education assistant i should find oh, the chapter just to read it, it is yeah well i couldn't i typed it up i just had to figure out where i put it in my computer and so y'all be i'm happy to give you a copy Please of do, it. Yeah, yeah. because it is it's really really uh uh it's it's so inspiring because the neighbors behind us they had two uh special needs uh and it happened at birth you know whereas the you know that not the right oxygen and mrs lutz was god bless her soul she's gone i've never seen such a steadfast easy going laid back but and those kids were just they, they wanted to put them in homes back then you know what i mean where yeah. mrs Les, nope they're my family you know i think that she had 11 kids <laughs> and so oh. the thing is is that she we wouldn't even hear of them going someplace else he said we will do it and they those they excelled they did great such like that but i gave her that and she just of course she was a puddle and she hugged the stuffings on him she was kind of a big woman <laughs> so when you when she hugged you got hugged <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, okay, let's enough of that. So if so, email me, um, or you know, uh, you can go to the my letter, the letter K, the letter nine, the letter K, the letter nine. Oh my goodness gracious. The letter K, the letter T, the letter K, the number nine dot com. KTK nine dot com. Okay. And then at the top of it, you'll see where you can email me. Just click on that and then let me know if you have a copies that you want to get rid of, uh, if you want to buy what you want for them or whatever type of thing. But I'd like to have at least four more copies, you know, of, of that book. So Irma Bombeck, Motherhood, the second oldest profession. Yep. Love it. And then like the, all uh, life is a bulletarian, all get his pits. That's another good one. Like, uh, the grass is greener on the other side of the septic system. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but the motherhood one is just is phenomenal. Okay. Enough about her. <laughs> oh, is it time to go to break? Why don't no, we go to break? No, go? you, you have a little time. We got some callers on. Uh, okay. Let's, let's see what they have to say. Uh, okay. Let's see what we got. Well, so first time we have Amy, whose bulldog is just scared of its own shadow. Uh oh. Hey, Amy, how you doing? Hi, Katie. How are hi, you? Hi. By the way, Irma Bobek is my favorite all-time oh. author. And if you ever read the book, when you start to look like your passport photo, it's time to go home. I I had that one, and I can't find that one because I got them all. And I was just looking today for some reason. I started looking for them all. That one is a very good, yeah, very good one, too. Yep. Anyway, my uh, four-year-old English bulldog... 
um, you know, maybe like two and a half years ago or so, decided to be extremely skittish if I bring in a, um, you know, a grocery bag. Um, if I just have anything, it could be a rag, anything in my hand. And she's just very skittish, skittish of her own shadow. Um, and I just don't know what to do about that. And along with that, she has um, a terrible skin allergy. Okay. Um, she did have kidney uh, stones. Okay. And so the vet had put her on special food, yeah. but it has not really did anything for her skin allergy. And so I'm not sure what to do about that and all of her scratching as well. She does get the Apoquel shots or some type of shot. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, we don't want it. We want to try to get off of all drugs here, okay? And that's okay. by feeding a better better diet. Okay, first, let's say the skinniestness. Now, let's say you you got a grocery bag. What does she do? Does uh, she bark she, and run? No, what? she runs away as fast as she possibly can. Okay, and then what do you do? Um, I just put the bag down or do what I have to and just say, oh, baby, I'm sorry, you Wrong. know, and that kind of thing, and that's about it. Yep. No, you don't ever do that. When and a dog is... I will take the, you know, the bag so slowly over to her. No, no, no. But okay. that doesn't do anything either. Okay, no. So what you got to do is that when a dog shows fear, human nature is to coddle. They're there, it's okay. Okay, in the dog world, when they're scared, they're looking for the leader to help them through it. Okay, so when people say they're there, it's okay, or are you scared? The dog looks at you as a weenie, and let me get the heck out of Dodge because you are going to get eight, and I'm going to leave it because you are no leader. Okay, okay. so what okay. happens when a dog shows fear or you know apprehensiveness like that? You got to make a game out of it. <gasps> what was that? What was that? Let's go check this out. I put the bag on the floor. And go, oh look at this. What is this? What do you think this is? You know where uh, you help the dog through it, not coddle them all right okay, you, okay. Need, you need to read the book or get the book you ready ready okay all of a sudden rescue your dog from fear okay. rescue your dog from fear by swagger s-w-a-g-e-r the bible the of of any dog with any fear all right okay. and okay. so what you got to understand you got to see it from the dog's point of view but unfortunately dogs are dogs are the only creature on earth that attains human status. People forget they're a dog and they will at react in certain ways. And if not, if we don't understand how a dog thinks, we cripple them. We compound the problem. All right. Okay. And so one, one thing that you're going to start working, you're going to uh, put the dog on a leash. Okay. And then put, okay. put the leash in your hand. Okay. Now take your pointer finger of your other hand and go up to something at eye level or below eye level or below. And you're going to go, what is this? What is this? What eye is level this? Of who? What? At eye level of your dog or below, okay? okay? You're okay. going to touch it. What we want the dog to do is to come up and investigate it with you to see what you're touching. Okay, we okay. got to run to break, so hold on. Don't don't hang up. We got some time here. Okay, okay. Yep. Here we go. Let's see. Da, 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 da. When a baby is born, which of these can it not do? What 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 can it not do? Cough, see colors, sneeze, hear your voice. We'll be back. I got my head out this I'm All right. Thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Remember all the shows here on mytalk1071.com are podcasts, so you can hear all the shows at any time, wherever you get your podcasts, okay? Okay, when a baby is born, which of these things can it not do? 
cough, see color, sneeze, hear your voice? Uh, I, I, it has to be cough or sneeze. I think it's cough. No. No? See color. See color? Babies can't see color? Nope. Nope. I thought it had to be something with coughing because they have no. like mucus issues. Right. But it's what, which one can they not do? Yeah. They, can they can't cough. see color? They, yeah, they can cough, they can sneeze, and they can hear your voice when they're born. Okay, but they can't see color. That evolves. Is it like full, like no color or like red greens, like stuff like that? I do not. What I'm are curious you doing? if they see black you and white. Answering my quivier questions with a question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, you'll have to look that up. Write it down, look it up. I will look it okay, up. Okay, there you go. Now. Okay, there you go. We do, we're not doing in-depth things here. It's just, you know, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> okay, let's go on back. What do we got? Yes, we have Amy, Amy talking about okay. her bulldog. Yeah, we got it. Amy, are you there? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Do you have, do do you like that when people you ask them a question and they give you a question back? They don't answer the question. Do you have that happen to you? Katie, we need to say no follow up questions. No, <laughs> no, it's just a quick question of answer. I just want my questions answered. There you go. But anyway, okay. So, okay. So now, okay. We got. And the reason we have the dog on the leash is because we don't want the dog to be able to run from if he's scared. Okay. Okay. So that's why you would never ever drag the dog up. Never. If the dog starts pulling on it like he's panicking, just side profile to the dog. That's a calming signal. Talk very calm. You're fine. You're fine. Just settle. Just settle. You can do this. You're fine. You can do this, settle. Because then once he just kind of stops pulling, I just got just don't pet him. Just talk to him. Side profile, glance at him. Side profile, glance at him. Okay, so now when you're first teaching this game and a huge confidence builder, make sure the things are stationary. Don't use like okay. if she's scared of the bag because if the at the beginning if the bag moves, she's gonna be in Tahiti. Okay, so okay. what we want is something. So uh, so the dog the, is on a leash in one hand and you point your finger of the other hand, and let's say you're gonna go to the rung of a chair. Okay, or shoe, let's say just take a shoe. Okay, you're gonna go up to the shoe and go, oh, What is this? Touch it with your, your pointer finger. What is this? Okay, now if he, the, the, your pupper takes even just one pause forward, stop saying what is this and go and pet him. Oh, look at you. That's being brave. That's very nice. Okay, now you go back to the shoe. What is this? What is this? Now, some dogs, they, they get so panicked, they will come behind you and use you as a buffer. Where they peek around like you die first, okay? And okay. so that's fine. At least he came closer. Oh, that was very nice, very nice. Okay, now we're gonna try it a third time. What is this? Okay, if he doesn't come up to it, then we're fine. We're just gonna walk away. We're gonna approach that a little bit later again. Do things in baby steps. Only do one thing three times. If he doesn't come up to it, move on. Try to do the what is this game at least three times every day. All right, because what we're going to doing is building confidence where he's trusting you as a leader that whatever you're touching, that you and him or her are going to see it together and nothing bad's going to happen. Okay, okay so, so then when you get she gets really good at the game, like let's say, don't you now you don't need the leash on, okay, and then but things that she's worried about. Like the bag, okay. Then once she gets really good at it, you can try the bag thing because if it moves, you know she's gonna startle. And oh, you're fine. Yes, you are. Never mind. Look at what that did. What did that do? You know, you're. It's all in your voice. Becoming a cheerleader okay. and not becoming consoling. 
Okay, help her move okay. forward. So that's that. But then rescue your dog from fear by Swagger. Okay, and then like I say, just pretty soon you're gonna see her because you've enabled her to be scared because you look like a weenie to her because you're talking baby talk to her, and so that, that that doesn't sound like a good leader. You don't have your your stuff together. So I'm gonna die, and uh, you stay back here and die. I'm leaving the situation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, as far as your now, is this the only dog you have? Yes. No, I have. I also have a um, part pug, part Sharpay. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, now the thing is, is that what I this was my dog. Okay, remember, and I'm not a vet. Okay, and so the thing, but if this is my dog. I will do will not put my, any of my dogs on chemicals. First of all, you got to do is you got to air out the system. Okay, I suggest uh, revisit if you do vaccinations ever again. Revisit if you're ever going to do heartworm, and revisit if no if no flea or tick crap in or on the dog. All those are toxic chemicals and makes your system go upside down inside. Sideways, okay. Oh, you're saying I don't ever give them heartworm or flea or tick? Well, no, no, no. Well, the, heart, um, the heartworm, you have to understand. You have to learn about heartworm. And then you okay. have to make a decision what you want to do. Okay? okay, I've made my I and I've under, I understand, and so I, you know, what uh, my decision is my decision. I'm sure. not ever going to tell, but anything the flea and tick, all that is is toxic chemicals. If you can't put it in or on you, why are you doing it to a dog? And yeah. we all know that English bulldogs are. You have to have five jobs to support all their vet bills. Okay, you know it. Yep, and so that's why the thing is, is that you got to try to do everything to avoid all those vet bills, and that's like no. Chem- chemicals in or on them and then um i would go into do feeding raw and cooking for your dogs and you want to go to the f- site primalpooch.com primal yep okay and like i say throw out the the all the the processed foods all right okay. and then if you go to primal pooch she also gives you different um uh, you know, different recipes. Okay? okay. Also, there's a book that I just found that Dr. Jessica Levy sent me. It's called Yin, Y I N, and Yang, Y A N G, Pet Nutrition. And I can't Yang, remember. Yin, Yang, Pet Nutrition. Yeah, and I right now I, I just all of a sudden I lost the uh, the author. I think it's Morgan is the last name of the one, and I can't remember the last name of the other one. But anyway, what this is, it has recipes in it for everything that your dog could possibly be going through. Whether it's heart disease, kidney, liver failure. I mean, uh, the bad, you know, what, what's had digestion problems. It's really a cool book. Okay. But it's it's very, it's got, a, you know, like they use green tripe a lot. And there's a lot of stuff in there that you're kind of going, mm-hmm. but anyways, but if you really want to roll up your sleeves and make the dogs, you know, come around instead of using drugs and stuff, that's a, a good book book also but i would get off of all processed foods and then i would uh, get off of all chemicals in or on uh you can go to dogs naturally magazine.com and you can go to healthy pets.mercola.com type in what's the name of the recipes again uh the primal Oh wait a minute! The recipe, yin 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 yin. Okay, there's primalpooch.com. She'll explain to you how to cook and then use raw meat. Okay. Okay, and then uh, if you want um, uh, for pet nutrition recipes, yep. it's called yin y i n and yang y a n g pet nutrition. And one of the last names of the author is Morgan, but I can't remember the other one. 
Okay. But that's why you got a lot of research to do. And remember, you're going to tra- roll over the dog and both your dogs. You're going to do this for both your dogs, okay? Oh, okay. And, and then I have a question. How is that going to affect kidney stones that were, yeah. you know, pretty rampant? That's why I look at that yin and yang. They have okay. special diet for, you know, kidney stones, bladder stones, things like that. That's, that's Hugh Grant and Judy Morgan. Oh, Hugh Grant and Hugh Grant, really? H U E Grant and Judy oh, Morgan. Dang. Okay, there you go. That's the authors. That's uh, thanks, Ellie. Uh, but yeah, because you got a lot of research to do here, and you're going to roll over, you know, gracefully. Just don't take one away and start feeling the other. But so, like I say, because English bulldogs are prone to a lot of ailments, you've got to try to do as natural as possible. So you got a lot of wor- work ahead of you to look, read, make decisions on what you want to do for this pupper. Okay. Oh. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much. You bet. Have any other questions? Just give me a holler at up at Katie's Canine or email me or call me here. Hey, Have a great Bye-bye. day. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. What is the greatest number of children born to one woman? Woman. 24, 36, 69, 44. We'll be back. The 2023 Best New Year's Resolution goes to Bob. <clears throat> When shopping on Marketplace, I'll never ask, is it still available? And then vanish when they say yes. Most resolutions are silly, but a commitment to be healthier overall, that's attainable. The YMCA is making it easy this month with a $0 enrollment plus people to help you reach your goals. Hurry and join before January 31st. Thank you. You're welcome. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Hey, we got lots of calls today. I'm so happy when that happens. Yeah, we that's do. so cool. And then Port. Ellie's like, I'm going here, going there, going here, going there. Oh, it's fine. It keeps me busy. There you go. Okay. Da, 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 da. What is the greatest number of children born to one woman? 24, 36, 69, 44. All of these answers are just horrifying. Yes. 44. Nope. You ready for this? And I did this, like I say, a oh, couple months ago. Please it's 69. Don't tell me. Oh, my. That see, is not okay. Okay, so that would be having seven babies at one time, 10 times. Yeah, like you have to like okay. have like a bunch of triplets or something. In yes, there. Yeah. There, oh, definitely. And so yeah, that I just think that's how do would you substantiate that? So I don't. Know. I, but it, it says born to one woman, I, okay, and one so, man. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I just I, man sixty nine. That's one I got wrong because uh, I said thirty six. Because we don't want to guess the yeah, scariest answer. No one wants to say yeah. 69. That'd be something to look up. How they, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah. but anyway. Okay, where are we at? Uh, right now, we have Lynn on the phone whose cat is peeing the bed. Ooh. Hey, Lynn. Hey, how are you? Good, good. So how old's your cat? Um, I have two cats, and um, 13 and 9. Okay. And they've been tested and they don't they they don't have any problems with UTI infections or anything. Okay. And the the vet thinks it's behavioral. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them is peeing on the bed, and he thinks it's behavioral. And I'm only thinking that it's because I we don't want if I'm gone too long and I come home, it's like here I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on this. Well, usually when a dog or what a dog when a cat pees on the bed, yeah, they, they, he's not very happy with you. Okay, and yeah. so um, and the same thing with dogs too, though if they pee, you know, right. on the bed or poop on the bed, uh, yeah, that's uh, you. I'll get into poop on the bed, but pee on the bed, yeah, that's definitely there's a problem between the two of you. But it also could be what food are you feeding? Um, the Hill Science Diet. 
Okay, dry? Um, one each dry, one each wet. And uh, <laughs> basically, then the one each dry likes to eat the wet, too. So it's a combination. Okay, let's get off of that. And I strongly recommend <laughs> that you rotate these guys into all canned grain-free food. And Nutrisource has many to choose from. And what's really good is also that, um, unfortunately, it's more in the cat world and the dog world, that most of the foods are, are, are uh, uh, chicken base, And a lot of cats start having chicken. Um, like, I've got a cat, my Walter. He has a chicken allergy, okay? And Nutrisource have got six formulas other than all their other ones that do not have, all, you know, it's not a chicken base, which is excellent. So I would rotate them into the grain-free canned food. First and get them off. Can I, can I say? I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Yep. The the hillside diet is the prescription one. Yep. And does that make a difference in this? And pretty much it is. Well, I think it's a pork base. Okay. Although one of them is a chicken, I think the base is pork. Mm-hmm. For a reason that is. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. So why were was it? Why is the cat on a prescription? Oh, because back a couple of years ago the um. The one had a urinary infection. Okay. Okay. And so we put him on the 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 urinary, the track of the urinary food. Yeah. Well, I'm not a vet. <laughs> this is my. No, no, I know. I know. If this was my cat, I would. So you see, the urinary, yeah. the UTIs come from feeding dry food. Cats can't oh, okay. drink enough water to compensate for the dry right. matter, and it causes right. kidney and liver problems and UTIs. Okay, right. but remember, I'm not a vet. Okay, there are right. other things that cause it too. But I would put this cat on the good grain-free Nutrisource canned foods, get rid of all that other stuff, do it for two weeks and see if you notice a difference between the health of the cat, the uh, as far as the litter box not having much in it because it's more... Uh, there's not fillers in Nutrisource like there is in other ones where they, they you know, they have to get rid of the fillers because they can't use it, right? They can't utilize okay. it. And so then also, too, you see a difference in their coat. They're not going to be sh- shedding very as much. Uh, there's just so many positives to it. And then see if that will cure the problem of peeing on the bed. All right, because some cats, if they don't feel good, there's nothing wrong. But it's like, let's say today you decide to eat a whole day of Twinkies. Okay, (laughs) nothing else but Twinkies. Okay, tomorrow you're not going to feel very good. (laughs) And so, what we eat a lot of times contribute to what happens. Okay, so then that will see if it's a a child thing. And then now the one that's, do you know which one is peeing on the bed? Or do you? I have a well. I do believe it's the one who likes the dry food. Okay. So that's why, like I said, you could set up a, a video cam, you know, in your bedroom and catch who the culprit is. Right. <laughs> but that's right now, idea. I guess that's what I would do is uh, um, I would change the food, get them both on the same thing. You don't need to be doing that. Nix the right. dry. Okay. And just go total grain free. And then, like I said, if you're making a hamburger, throw some raw hamburger to the cats. You know, if you're making cutting up a chicken, throw some raw chicken to the cats. Okay, yeah. and so the thing is, get them on a better diet, and I think if they feel better, they're gonna you know be better. But it does uh, sometimes. But I would go to that one first, and then the cat that you think is doing it. What's your relationship with that cat? Great. Okay. 
Okay. Except I guess they don't like the fact that I'm gone too long. Okay. Well, no, that's not it. The people that people put that timeline for both dogs and cats. All they know is that you left and then you came back. They don't perceive time yeah. like we see. So that's yeah. the, part of your part. Then you should have like get a bird feeder outside the window and have a cat's perch. So they got entertainment while you're gone. They're just not sleeping when you're gone. Right. You know, just kind of work on some stuff like that. So. Right. Okay. Now, the, the food, the food they do eat is grain free. Is that's not the issue? That's not. The, the, well, you don't. You always want a grain free for a cat. It's called right. the contents of what is the food is made up of. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so that's why you can you can There's do better. You can do better. You can do better. Okay. Okay. For okay. them. Okay. So that's what, what about, I would go ahead. Oh no! Please, I was just going to mention what you were talking about before with the vaccinations and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and no, one other thing too. You were talking about the litter boxes. Yep. What about the clay versus the the um, clumping? Does that have any bearing on some of this stuff too? Sometimes it does. Yep. Cats hate the scented stuff. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Um, I use uh, the old clay with baking soda in it. Okay, because baking soda takes out a lot of the smells. All right. I also use pellets. Uh, uh, there's like cedar pellets is what they're called. I also use that, but that they're like little pellets. So some cats don't like walking on those little pellets. Okay. Right. But anyway, and then that pretty kitty they got out, that pretty kitty litter. Awesome stuff. I wish it wasn't so expensive, but it, that stuff is awesome. Because I looked right. that up, what that ingredients is. What that is, is, you know those little packets, like when you get pills or something that could, if it gets moisture, it'll wreck. And so those mm-hmm. little packets, okay, that's what the pretty kitty litter is, is what's in those packets. And so that's oh. why it absorbs the water, the scent in that. And then also it, it has different, it colors different, like for kidney ki- kidney problems, little problems, there's a couple of different problems where the, if the cat is having it. So that's why that pretty kitty litter is really something that's very unique. But unfortunately, it is pretty expensive. Not everybody can use it, but that, that stuff is phenomenal. So, okay. So, You're also saying the clay with the baking soda, that's the non-clumping. Right. Yeah. See, I don't like anything because in order for you to clump, that means your chemicals in it, right? Okay. Right. And so the thing is, is that then, um, then you got the cat walking in it, and then they're licking their paws and they're absorbing stuff like that, and you know. So like I said, I try to do as natural as possible, but I just get the, you know, we, uh, the 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 clay is it's a fraction of the price of everything else. I put a, a on the bo- bottom of the box. I put a layer of uh, baking soda. Okay. So then as they go potty and they scrape, then everything goes to the bottom, and then as they cover it up that baking soda gets spread it around and so the 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 uh, I, I go to you know like um uh sam's club or costco and get the giant bag of baking soda so right yep so is, that, there, any, is there any brand of the clay one that you like best no uh-uh. no i just get the regular one at wally world you know whatever they you know they a lot of people call it what is that when they spill oil they throw that you know on top of it just that clay stuff kitty litter oh so, but yeah so i just get that because like i say what is it three bucks four bucks for a, a 50 pound bag or something like that i don't mm-hmm. know but yeah i think i know which one you mean yep yep and but the one i get was it has a red it's a, a red bag yeah yeah but I anyway i know which one you mean yeah so it, like i say it me, but what about the vaccination for cats that's totally up to yourself. <laughs> this, this is the same thing as far as what you're mentioning before. I'm a one and done gal. So Yeah. And so like I say, if it's, especially if your cats are totally indoors. Totally indoors. Okay, so let's let's think about it. Okay. Yeah, they may get outside, you know, once here and there. But really you think something's really good? You know, there again, you have to do what you're comfortable with. 
And I understand vaccinations. I understand heartworm. And so that's why the decisions that I make, I'm very comfortable with. And the three words that ca- the vets hate is Katie Canine says. <laughs> and that I don't want people to say, do it and say, well, Katie says. No, I'm trying to empower you guys to go and read and find, you know, like websites and such like that and read. And you make a decision that you're comfortable with. There's a, a book out there called Shock to the System by O'Driscoll, O-D-R-I-S-C-O-L-L. That is a really good for uh, vaccinations, whether you have horses, dogs, cats, whatever, to help you really understand vaccinations. And so that's why, and then you can like, you know, the dogsnaturally.com, dogsnaturallymagazine.com, and then the healthypets.mercola, enter vaccines. And start reading and you decide because, you know, your vets will go up against you and then what you just got to say, you know what, this is, I'll take the, what they, whatever your vet asks you or tells you, they'll say, I'll take that under consideration, but right now I'm right here for, I'm here for this, okay? And so, right. they, so that's the whole thing is that you have to be confident in yourself and not be shamed. Like, oh, do you want your cat to get rabies? Well, he's going to get rabies if you don't do a shot. And so, like I said, you have to understand. You have to be comfortable is, is what it is. Yeah. And see, a lot of this, we're over-vaccinating ourselves. We're over-vaccinating um, you know, our animals. And then side effects are coming. And what side effects are is allergy problems, health problems. That's all has to do, you know, obviously a diet all plays a part with it too. <laughs> but like I said, so you just got to look at the big picture, make the, read, empower, and then make decisions that you're comfortable with. Okay. Yeah, I know. The, with the rabies, the only thing I was thinking of is, you know, if you take it to the vet and the cat bites them and it breaks their skin, then they, and they're not up to date with their shots. Then can't they take your cat away or something? No, no. The thing is, is that you know, I mean, um, uh, you know, anything is possible. Yeah. But not probable. So anything can happen, okay? And they, uh, you know, they know how to handle the animals. Nobody want, nobody wants to get bit, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And like I say, with rabies, I really believe it's uh, good for the life of the animal. You know, dogs or cats yeah. or a horse or whatever. And yeah. so, you know, so like I say, it's just uh, you, you have to do what you remember. Like I said, I'm not a vet. I've uh, I've learned stuff, and this is just things that I have come across and what I'm comfortable with. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Well, well, listen, I appreciate your help. You betcha. Change that food. Try the Nutrisource, you know, grain-free, and then um, uh, the canned food only. Throw all the the dry and just get them both on good grain-free canned, okay? It's going to save you a lot of money in the long run because you're not going to the vet, and then you don't have to buy new sheets and a new bed and stuff like that. But give me a holler and a couple and let me know how it's, if that, that just a change in the food took care of the problem, okay? I will do that. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. What is the first sense a baby develops? The first sense. Smell, touch, sight, taste. We'll be back. All right. We're winding her down. Okay. What is the first sense a baby develops? Smell, touch, sight, taste. Taste, taste, taste. Nope, it's smell. Smell. I was close. Yeah. And the reason why I knew that is just because, like like with uh, animals, that sense of smell helps them find their mom and where they need to eat. Oh, and milk. And where they need to eat. Yeah. So that's why. Okay, uh, what is the most popular day to give birth? Friday, Tuesday, Monday, Thursday. Thursday. Tuesday. How many babies are born in the world every second? 
10, 8, 4, 14. 14. Nope, 4. Oh, that's good to hear, at least. <laughs> okay, and a reminder, too, I'm going to be at Spike's. In Maple Plain on February 11th, so mark your calendars, Spikes of February 11th from 11 to 2 in Maple Plain. And at 11.30, I'm doing uh, pet nutrition, half-hour seminar, and at 12.30, doing um, behavior, uh, problem-solving, such like that for, for dogs or cats. So that's so uh, Spikes in Maple Plain, February 11th, 11 to 2. So hopefully you can come on down and see me, and hopefully there's no... Like 18 inches of snow <laughs> and stuff like that. Okay, let's uh, take a call here, and then I got something else I got to mention. Okay, go well, ahead. so here we have Debbie, who's calling with a follow up about her call last week uh, about right. her dog's anxiety. All right, hey Debbie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. And how's the dog? Um, she's okay. And I did um buy the book Rescue Your Dog from Fear. Nice. And I'm only 50 pages in. Okay. It's, it's very eye-opening. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you. But here's my question. Is, okay. So I bought the springtime stress-free. Yep. Complex. Complex. Yep. Okay. My dog is, it's a little dog. She's only like 14 pounds. Yep. And I don't understand. She has like razor sharp teeth that she can destroy any Kong toy yep. in the world. Yeah. But she can't do... She can't chew these pills. So I cut it in half, gave her half of one. She started to. It was too hard. She just kind of dropped it out. Okay. And then so I cut it in a bunch of small little pieces like kibble kind yep. of. Yep. And she still doesn't chew it. Okay. Then mix it with something. Something with brown swigert, canned food. You know, just a, just a smidgen. We're not. We don't want to get her fat. Okay, you know, like take a tablespoon, a teaspoon, not a tablespoon, a teaspoon of like I said, our yogurt. If you got yogurt, don't do peanut butter. Okay, yogurt. Okay. Um, and then uh, you can do cottage cheese. Uh, there again. Um, why banana? Am I, why? Yeah, yes, anything. Yep, just a little smidgen. Okay, can. Uh, what really works well for most dogs that don't want to take their pill, believe it or not, is grain-free canned cat food. Almost no dog will turn down cat food. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so anyway, wow. yeah, okay. so uh, yeah, so even dogs are really hard to get to eat. But you get some good. Oh, there uh -oh. you are. <laughs> uh -oh. Sorry. There you go. But there anyways, you go. somebody just kind of like came to my door. There you go. Okay, so yeah, so just make it smaller. You know, you can smash it. Take a pill crusher. You know, and crush it and just give it to yeah. her and that, yeah, yep. Because, like I say, some so dogs. Can I, are, can I crush it like into like fine powder? Yeah, yep. Because yep. I tried to do that and I tried to sprinkle it in her food. Okay, no, it's not going to work. We get her after listening to you. We get her food wet now. Good. And try to feed it to her that way, but she is so picky. Yeah, but no, you just got to. Did you mix it up good? Okay, yeah. You got to mix it up good. But there again, you can mix it in with some yogurt, change it up. Sometimes it's cottage cheese, sometimes it's cat food, and then you can put it in her food, or it's just a treat after at, a, at another time. But you, okay. you, you'll be able to do it. She'll, she'll get it. Okay? Okay. Okay. And then I have I have another question. So, so when you're trying to teach something, like if I'm trying to teach her to go into her kennel, mm -hmm. you say, just try it three times and then be done. But how many times a day can you try that? Fifteen times if you want. <laughs> oh, so you can just keep going and going. Just yeah, just every once in a while. Yep. Hey, kennel. What did look at this? Look at this. You know, and then okay. sometimes well, you just she does. She goes in the kennel and I can shut the door and I can do something for a minute. And... Nice. Excellent. But, I mean she, she's she'll she's getting she'll get better. Yes, she will. Yes, she okay. will. Okay. And then here's one more question now. Uh -huh. So 
who's never been to a trainer yet. Okay. But I'm wondering if, because she's so skittish and so fearful, I took her in the car to go to PetSmart a half a half a mile away. She got all, I was really good, saying, good, we're going for a car ride, we're going to a fun place, you're going to get a treat. The whole thing, she still started, she like salivates okay. at the mouth. And I mean, she does throw up if I go a longer distance. Okay. But I figure I'll, I'll do it a couple times. Oh yeah, but no, don't rev it. Don't rev it up. Just be very nonchalant. You're going for a car ride. Turn on the oh, okay. turn on the TV or turn on the tunes and start singing. Yep. Okay, yep. but don't turn rev her radio. up yep. for it. Don't rev her up for it. Okay. Okay. And then okay. you start using a pinch of ginger in her food. Yep. That's because the ginger settles her stomach. Okay. And just do short rides, and then then you just lengthen them and lengthen them, and you just stay the picture of calm. Okay. Don't yep. get her all worked up. All right. Okay. 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 So then here's just one more then. So should I take her to a trainer first or should I try to do like a um, doggy day play date? No, no doggy play dates, no doggy dog park. And your and your choice of obedience um, it depends on the fear level. Uh, you might want to just start out with just you and the dog and the trainer, and you can do that up at Katie's Canine. Uh, you do not want a class that's bigger than five dogs, six dogs at the you know like five six dogs, seven pushing okay. it, okay. Uh, because that'll be too much commotion, and she's going to melt, and you're going to get nothing. Most yeah. dogs are, and most trainers uh, train with treats when she's. So hot, worried. She, she's so fearful. She's not taking any treats. She's just looking for the for the exit. Okay. Yeah. No, I think this one. She does a clicker. Okay. Well, you could try it, but like I said, she might be so feared, but she's not going to take it. But you can try it. You know. So, like okay. I said, but the biggest thing is baby, baby, baby steps. Okay. Okay. And so that okay. you introduce her things because you throw things at her too fast, you're going to cripple her instead of help her. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's what I figured. So I wasn't. I wasn't sure. But okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Wonderful. Good. Good luck. Take care. Bye bye. Um, well, we didn't get to too much more of the baby stuff. I want to thank the Bombards, you know, for uh, the trivia questions. April Bombard or Ab- April Anderson, actually, here's her last name. And then, of course, Carissa and her great friends. You know, Jordan, Rob. Um, Jordan, Rob. What would I forget? Cad. There we go. <laughs> and then. Uh, Susie and Dor- the Daria, I think it is what it is. And so, yeah. So Daria, Daria. Yep, there you go. And so, anyway, so, yeah, it was really a great time. And then, like I say, if you go out, more information about, you know, kids and dogs. Uh, the big thing is that what you got to remember, when even though the dog will do well when the, it's an infant, a lot of dogs, once a dog, the baby starts crawling, it turns on to a whole different perspective. Because the, the baby is, you know, going towards a dog. The dog's trying to get out of the way. Sometimes the dog will go under a table or uh, uh, whatever, trying to get away, the baby keeps coming. And so what happens is the dog growls and nobody takes care of it. The dog says, okay, I warned you. Now here you come. I'm going to bite you in the face. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff is human error, not understanding the dog. And so that's why if you want more, and hopefully next week, Dr. Jessica Levy will be here. So we got to talk uh, a holistic vet. So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you, Ellie, for one a great week once again. Thank you for all the callers and you guys spending your nooners with me. <laughs> and so you can have a great week. And remember, if you don't train them, don't blame them. We'll talk to you next week.